Blog Talk Radio. why that started playing randomly. Can y'all hear me okay? I'm having have my mic on. Maybe I'm gonna have to just better. Oh gosh, sorry bug. I mean come on. It's freaking summer in Texas and these bugs are everywhere. I don't know, we opened the door for five seconds. Okay, well that was a good intro, huh? Um again I'm a little bit late. 22 minutes. Sorry, I played that song, too, for about four minutes. Um, I was looking for another song, of course, and that one just, um, it's called Brave, and I remember playing that all the time. I had this whole, you know, I guess everyone does, has music that they play during time periods in life, but, I mean, music was the only thing that was getting me through, basically, and um, they just all have such memories to them, but that blend, the Brave one, was um, one that I played all the time. And it was so long, status quo. I think I just let go. You make me want to be brave. And then on Birth on Missions website, I used to have so long, status quo up underneath the um, little header. But uh, that's kind of what I want to do is just get rid of status quo. Um, not just wake people up, shake them up, and have nothing be taboo to talk about. And... Um, there's nothing we're cheating by not talking about stuff. Um, we're just suppressing things more and more and more. And I think that each generation is getting better at, uh, well, I don't know, experiencing their emotions or processing them. 
and uh, I just know I don't want to be um, finally getting closure when I'm when she's 18 and when I get to meet her. Um, I want to do more for her now. I mean, I well, well, y'all probably know my story. I I regret the adoption the way it happened. Um, I probably would still place her. I just wish I had to, had a person there with me or someone to tell me what the heck was going on and what to ask for. And uh, because I am not happy with how many, how little updates I'm getting. Um, it's funny, I've made the mission because I didn't have much support and there was no one that understood post-adoption, even the adoption, post-adoption counselor, which was not even a birth mother. And uh, she, she, the one thing she told me was, don't cry in front of the parents. It's got to be tough to parents. That'll make them feel bad. Or, you know, and I was just like, wow, um, we need some help. And so with the statistics and everything not looking too good on our side from the past, um, I think it's neat that we could have women from the baby scoop era and um, close adoptions, and we can have women that have wonderful adoptions that I'm so jealous of. I mean, I hear about these wonderful adoptive parents all the time, and I'm so jealous. I just have to say that. Like, I created my own store that where I made where I made uh, birth mother's day cards just because I well it was what I wished that my adopted family or the my um, APs would send to me and would think of me occasionally on not even just Mother's Day on any day on her birthday or whenever um, just a card would mean so much and so I just started making them um, at least for other adoptive parents to have an easy way to send something where they don't feel like they're crossing the line or saying something too emotional. Don't y'all hate that when it's like, I'd rather, when people are just like, I'd rather not bring it up or I don't know, I don't want to hurt her feelings or what if it's a bad time and, and they just ignore their, the topic altogether. Um, I think that's a big cop out and I didn't realize that till later. Now I never do that and I, when someone's in trouble or someone needs you, you go there. You know, you don't just say, um, well, I'm praying for you and God's all you need. I got that a bunch <laughs> and, um, from best friends. And uh, it was because it was just really hard for them to see me. I wasn't even really the sad one. I was just trying to understand, you know, I was trying to just talk about my daughter at the time. And um, I remember people telling me back in that first month, after placement that I need to get over it and move on and, um, you know, this is, I'm holding on to it too long and I was like, okay, that didn't seem right either. So this is a disenfranchised grief and it's a grief that can't be mourned. Um, Well, socially it can't be mourned. It's not like we can, um, yeah. So it's not like a death in the family where you can, you mourn it and uh, not that that's better, but just, Yes, closure. Now it's just she's living. She's right by me probably um, 15 minutes away and just a little me walking around. And I want to know how she's doing so bad. And I want to hear a video of her. I would love that. And they know this, the adoptive parents. And so it just makes me think that why are they not caring caring a little bit about me? You know, like if they, if they love her, wouldn't they love me a little bit? Um, I loved them and I... I hope I still, I mean, I just, it's so weird. Um, and I think we can all talk about that. And when we get the longer show, 
I can't wait to talk about this with everyone because we all talk about it on the Facebook page and it's like just a little bit and it's like, wow, we really need to get an immediate meetup or uh, do a um, live a two-hour um, go meeting and then also a, um, what's it called? I forget what it's called, another video chat thing that we can do. And um, if y'all want to do that on Birthmother's Day on Saturday, then um, that's fine with me too, or whatever y'all want to do. I set up um, a show on Saturday, and um, it's not that it's especially hard. I I think it's the day after Mother's Day that's kind of hard, or just the whole, actually, this whole, the whole Mother's Day just up, uh, up at Ida, you know, um, on the TVs, commercials, and everything about moms. That's what kind of gets me, I think. It's just like, wait a minute. There's a lot of us out there, too, that um, where do all these adopted kids had to come from somewhere? And um, I just think that I've, I just, I've never heard, this is kind of random, but I've never heard of a adopted parents like that I've met in, say, my church or, or just out somewhere. They've never said, when I asked about the rest of they never said, like, um, what I would want them to say about me. Um, they've never said, like, uh, oh, she's a wonderful girl, and um, she um, will think it's, I don't want them to say, like, it was a rape or anything, because that wasn't the, the reason for, because why I placed her. It was just that I didn't have any money, and I wanted her to have a dad. And um, if she, that's how I hope she would describe me, is, like, I'm, and it seems like most times, every time I hear from someone, it's why they had the, how they got the child, how they got it. You know, it's, they saved her from this crackhead hoe, you know, birth mother. And um, and I'm just like, there's no way that every single one of them, okay? And um, and it just, it, it does make it easier on them to think that, I guess. And the adoption agency just lies, whatever. Um, mine does, the one that's oh, the biggest one in the nation. Um I just think no middleman. It's supposed to be an adoption triad. It's supposed to be birth mother, um, adoptee, and adopted parent. There's, and there's instead, there's like this big old um, agency sitting in the middle of this triangle and just, just, uh, it doesn't even work. Um, and they're just mixing everything up and trying to micromanage lives and get their confusing people's updates and they're getting kids that want to see their their mom and moms that want to see their kids, which would be 20 years later until they get the word that they both wanted to see each other 20 years ago. That's just ridiculous. And and just me not being able to send her a package is ridiculous or, or you know, or any toy. It's just silly. And um, I want more pictures and more updates. And she's my daughter, and she came out of me, and she's their daughter too, but goodness gracious, what? No, she's not even, she's not their daughter, and she's not my daughter. She's, um, we're her parents. She is a blessing. Just, we're lucky just to have her for the moment. No one owns her. No one owns my daughter. And I'm talking like my daughter as in every adoptee out there, um, I'm just referring to her instead of he. I'll do that a lot. But um, it, uh, yeah, she, I, I know a lot of times they're written in the letters. They say, um, you know, thank you so much again for giving us this wonderful gift. Um, and I that really kind of gets me because I'm like, no, 
didn't give you this gift. I gave her the gift of you, you know. Um, you're the one supposed to be stepping it up here and um and working full time. I mean I, I want I want them to be who they said they were gonna be in their profile. Which I wanna sh- I can't wait to show y'all too. I'm now I used to be like I was kind of didn't want to sh- or I didn't know to show too much or tell too much because of the they like, you know, not not return my call or not well, I didn't even get a chance. I don't even have a phone number or their last name, but I might not get correspondence or something. I don't know. But and I think that's what keeps a lot of us on back from telling the truth and share. I mean, just sharing the pictures of your daughter is such a joy. And I I can't still today share share the recent pictures I get because, um, well, I don't know why, just because <laughs> we'll get into that later, um, I guess for safety reasons. I don't know. But what mother can get, what mother, like, doesn't want to brag about her kid, you know? I mean, and she just, oh, she's just so smart and everything, and well, apparently with the updates, and, um, but, but when I got a video of her girls out there, any birth moms and any adopted parents listening, I, it helped me so much. It, um, my roommate's here, so I'm talking kind of quiet, I hope you can understand. Um, she's probably like, what is this girl doing? Um, she's already got pictures all over the wall of the non-existent child. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but um, where was I going? That, well, I totally forgot. Yeah, it's going to be one of those days. This is very laid back, and this is nothing is planned, nothing to rehearse. Because nothing ever has been planned or rehearsed in my life, or it's not like you can plan for a lot of stuff. And sometimes it's the, oh, the phone number to call in is 760-542-4149. And uh, I was looking for the clip from God's Arms to My Arms to Yours, and, um, but couldn't find it. But I found it, well, from other computer, actually, I could play it for you. But that's the poem I have inside the adoption cards, the happy birth Mother's Day cards and just happy Mother's Day cards. And it's like the poem. Well, actually, that's a different poem. Sorry. Um, there's one poem about two mothers. And I haven't, I have a YouTube videos up of all the, um, let's see if we have any questions in the chat room. Why don't I just shut up for a little bit? Who thinks that's a good idea? I do. I bet there's no one in the chat room. I really didn't advertise it or even, because really I've been doing these and had them scheduled and not gone through, not come through. So, yeah. Not much going on in the chat room. We have one guest listening, I guess, met, um, and one person listening online, I think. But anyway, the point is, well, a lot of people have listened to this. Uh, what's it called? The podcast. Sorry, I'm really, it's been a long, long day. <laughs> um, I do a podcast to, or a radio show too every night at midnight, which is just crazy. But um, I think people like the short and sweet ones anyway. So um, next time, if someone wants to call in, and we'll have, we'll have more of a topic and everything. And uh, I definitely want to hear back from you, maybe in the comment box. Tell me. Um, like you suck, Brooke. If you want it, that's fine. You can <laughs> you can just tell me uh, um, 
you know, I want more of this, I, I want to talk about this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, if you don't like the platform or if you, um, you know, if, if everyone's willing to pay $1, um, we could get, yeah, we could have a badass three-hour show with 100 callers all live and a chat room and have it all recorded and go into iTunes for the future generations of adoptive parents to learn by, hopefully. Um, I just want to grab them and tell them, like, birth moms aren't psycho. You know, don't be scared of us, please. And where did this, like, jealousy come from that I hear... I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see it from some from adopted parents that are on the Facebook page and you know involved in the mission. They really just love people. They, I mean, they love the kid and they love the mother of the kid. You know, and that's what I just. I never understood how um, I could give my whole life to someone and they could not trust me with their last name or with their address. You know, that just shows how naive I was and. Um, you know, and I was right in the middle. I was 25. So, I mean, but I was, I always said I was 25, but I was more like an 18-year-old because of my financial <laughs> spot. Um, and the rate kind of caught me off guard and everything, and I suppressed it and had disassociative amnesia for seven months. Isn't that amazing? Um, I didn't know I was pregnant for seven months. So God was protecting her, for sure, for sure. And, um, uh, I, I don't know, I can go into all of that. So, but um, I don't know. I'm not. We're not pushing adoption. We're not pushing. Um, uh, I'm definitely not pushing abortion. I'm pro-life all the way. So I'm sorry if that's a problem. So be it. But um, I really love how over the years, since I guess '09, maybe 2010, when we started making, you know, on the Facebook page and just comments, and we've had so many long debates, you know, on there, and. Um, I love them, and the fact that we started off and it was just kind of like hate, 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 you know, with mainly like this certain group of birth mothers against another group of birth mothers. So I always call, I call it the picture perfect, you know, adoption birth, you know, thing, which which everyone I think thinks there's there's is, and maybe in in the first stages, I don't know. I thought mine was, but um, mine turned out to be pretty much in the middle, just kind of crappy, but still interesting and still a good thing that happened. I'm still glad she's with them. Even though they're really overprotective, I did want her to be protected. That was the point. So I got what I asked for. Um, I, I just had some things happen during the adoption. Like, I don't know if I want to talk about how how many days you had to wait before you signed the papers, how many of you were drugged up when you did sign the release papers. I know I was, <laughs> very much. I didn't even sign the release papers from the hospital. I still have those. Um, it just all happened so fast. But I had 30 days with her, too, because it was a rape case. So we, they wanted to wait out and see, uh, make sure the, you know, father would, would not sign or whatever. And I was like, guys, it's not going to happen. You know, I wish, and I wish they would have gotten to know her, or, you know, or, or bonded with her earlier. But they were more, they were more worried about being hurt. Um emotionally from not getting her or something than, than, than being there for her or their future daughter, you know. I don't care what the percent chance, chances are, even though they're 100%, you know, in their favor. They should have, I think, that was the first sign I should have noticed, that um, I didn't want her bonding with um, these other mothers that were um, 
transitional families. I didn't even get to take her home. I didn't know I could take her home. Or, well, I wasn't home. I was at the opportunity. But I didn't know I had a right to hold her. I had to ask permission. It was just so messed up. So we, I've got so much I want to do with, with adoption. My adoption agency that I went to, Reforming It, they have a, a um, birth mother's smoking room, okay? That's messed up. And um, just the truth of what's really going on in, all, in most of these huge adoption industries is got to come out, and it's about time. And I, I said that, you know, I didn't want to, you know, get ruffle any feathers or whatever, but, um, no, it's been, you know, I thought I'd see my daughter when she was, by the time she was four. Um, this is way off from what I was told, and um, and this experience is so common. And all the 35 women that I lived with, I've talked to all them, ages 13 to 45, and um, so that's why I was in the middle, 25. And uh, they would all come to our room and talk to us about, you know, birth father and what what they're really thinking and everything. And, um, and oh, I just want to tell the girls, too, to, to not, don't, you can breastfeed if you want, you know, and don't, um, they told us to put cabbage on our boobs, this is kind of gross, put cabbage on our boobs and wrap them up for, like, weeks. I mean, that was the worst thing ever to do. I mean, any time you stop a um, a natural progress, natural hormonal progress in a woman, like to say a miscarriage or an abortion or, or you know, stopping the lactating um, where it's not finishing, then um, that's when you get cancer. And that's a true, true fact. I looked it up quite a few times. So just I say let the natural process run. Don't just because it's so unnatural to not have to not have your daughter or your son after you've been with them for nine months, it doesn't mean that you need to act unnatural too to fit into that mold. You need to just be natural and just let your body do what it needs to do. You're gonna have a million different feelings. You're gonna have the nesting phase going on beforehand. You're gonna have the um and now, now looking back on it, I would never, ever let a girl go through that stuff alone. Um, I don't see how any adoption agency with counselors could ever, could just could let that some of the stuff happen that did. And I've told some horror stories, but um, I'll just say, well, what's one? Well, she did go to, she went to the rodeo on her first day of birth, and she was a preemie, barely survived. We both barely survived. And um, I had preeclampsia. I gained 100 pounds, and um, gained and lost 100 pounds in three months. Um, but basically, 20, 20 pounds in two days before emergency labor. It was like the worst case I've ever seen in the hospital. So she and she came out barely five pounds. So she was, you know, and I, I and so they took her to the rodeo twice. This family that had was a transitional family that they had picked out for her. And I was so mad. She ended up in the hospital on the 15th day, but I had gone ahead and signed the papers on the 13th because everyone kept bugging me. And I was like, can I just be alone with my daughter, please? And then um, and they, they were saying, well, if you just sign the papers, everything will stay the same way that it is now. It'll just give the adoptive parents um, a sense of relief and they won't worry so much. And I'm like, okay, why don't we just cater to them totally? You know, it's like, wow, we really are all, it's kind of like we're all putting on a, they wanted us to put on a, a facade and not be real. And um, anyway, so she ends up in the hospital. I go 
I can't even go around um, the vicinity of the hospital. And then there was a pet giraffe named Larry, I mean, that she took pictures with. It's just random, random story. But my adoption wasn't, my adoption's best pass, but it also showed me that adoption is beautiful, if that makes any sense. There were some moments that were perfect. There were some, were some moments, and most of the time, it was where you could see how, how adoption was beautiful. And um, I could see it in other couples and in other families. And I, I, I just, I love it when it's done right. And I think that's what Earth Mother's Day is kind of about, just to, hey, we're here. We're not invisible. Um, I always say that I feel like we're like the invisible women, which I got that domain name to, invisiblewomen.net, to go along with our 500 other. But um, there's only 30 seconds left in the clip, I mean, in this episode. It's really weird doing a short episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sorry that I wasn't prepared. Um, I I would sing to you the song, but I don't know if that would be very, that might scare people away. <laughs> and um, so Earth Mother's Day is this, the 12th, and you can go to earthmommission.com, or you can go to, and you can see everything there, or you can go to zazzle.com slash birthmoms, or facebook.com slash birthmommissions. Bye. You can spend your whole life building something from nothing. One storm can come and blow it all away. Building. 